0: Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Democrats to elect new chair. Also, survey says education and healthcare are top issues. And the Alabama Ethics Commission is going to the dogs. Oh my God! He's gonna
1: give that dog fleas.
0: Fleas, more like rabies. All this and much, much more Coming up next on The V. Welcome to the voice of Alabama politics. Where we tackle the tough issues, so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter at APR. Welcome.
1: Hi guys. Hi hey guys. Josh from sunny, sunny Florida down there.
0: From Flowrider. Nice. Flowrider. That's good. Doing well. We're doing well. I tell you, you know what is not doing well? It's the state of Alabama. Oh. The Lord state of Alabama, Alabama is in trouble. We we. We have so many scoundrels doing so many scoundrel things right now. It's just unbelievable. But let's, let's just take one. This past uh, July 13th, so two weeks ago, uh, the Alabama Ethics Committee, Commission gave itself the right to violate criminal procedures, to violate, uh, ignore state law, and ignore the United States Constitution. They did that in an advisory opinion Mm -hmm. in which they said they had no obligation during an investigation to give the defendant or the defense attorney exculpatory evidence or Brady material, Josh. I mean, these are the basic building blocks of our entire system of justice when it comes to- Run with it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. So- it, just to, just to lay this down, where so everybody kind of understands it here. Essentially, what this means is it, it, let's say you are unfortunate enough to be uh, the subject of an ethics investigation. Somebody turns you in for not, you know, for misusing campaign funds, for example, and they begin an investigation into you. And along the way, they find out that hey, turns out that's not true. Uh, there, you had uh, you had a perfectly reasonable explanation for why you spent campaign funds on x yet they never disclose that information to you and they carry on with this investigation uh and they have no uh, no reason now to uh, disclose that and they can continue investigating you in the meantime costing you your job uh you know making people believe that that you are somehow a criminal uh, here, because this is what, you know, this is what happens under ethics investigations. And they have actually ruined people's lives along the way doing this. And now they have no obligation, apparently, according to themselves,
0: uh, to, yeah. to disclose this information and can carry it on. I mean, Susan's very basic Supreme Court ruled 1963, Brady versus Maryland, that the the prosecution had to turn over mm-hmm. all evidence that would exonerate the client right they're saying they don't have to do that
1: we're talking about you know a national well, oh, yeah. opinion here and we're talking and the ethics commission of the state of Alabama thinks they are you know totally under no law under no precedent at all that they are in their own self, their own little fiefdom. Of being able to pick out people in the state. I mean, I've seen them pick out people for getting a free ham, a free sandwich from Chick Fil A, and try to bring mm-hmm. ethics charges against them, and, uh, and, and and basically just try to ruin their lives. And this is all coming from.
0: This really started with Cynthia Ralston, Thank you. I think. Exactly. I think That's it started where I was with Cynthia Ralston, who, yep. who used to be, you know, the the general counsel. For the Ethics Commission, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more about that. Yeah, really. But uh, this this kind of thing, but the other thing that we really have to point out is they claim erroneously that they're, they operate under the Grand mm-hmm. Jury Secrecy Act. I talked mm-hmm. to some of the people who wrote Alabama grand, grand Jury Secrecy Act, and they said they're misapplying it. I've talked to several lawyers mm-hmm. who specialize in ethics and say they're misapplying it it, that was never intended for them to operate in total secrecy mm-hmm. and not turn over exculpatory evidence, which means stuff that might, you know, exonerate somebody. Josh, I mean, this this is madness. And we have, we have at least three cases we have reported on. Where there are two mm-hmm. we reported on, one we're going to report on. Where this has actually happened?
2: Yeah, it, there there have been a number, and we know there there are a number of other cases out there in which uh, which people have been. Essentially, wrongly prosecuted uh, for an extended period of time, uh, mm-hmm. in which information related to their their case were, was disclosed to their employers, uh, to people that might have contracts with them. Um, in the meantime, they had evidence all along that some of these things were, were untrue. Some of the allegations were untrue, and they never disclosed that to, to anyone. Um, you know, I, I I like Tom Albright. Uh, you know, I, I, I I've spoken to him a number of times. I, I think that he's an okay guy. Uh, but I, I'm to the point with, with the Ethics Commission now, and, and, and I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm frustrated with Tom as well about some of the things that have taken place there. It, it, it's, I think it's time to just do away with this because it seems to me that it has turned into much more of an entity that allows people to get away with crimes and to carry out personal vendettas uh, than it is anything related to upholding ethics in this state.
1: Right, and I've seen the situation where you're talking about t- contracts, where the ethics commission went and interviewed people that had contracts with the yeah. individual and threatened them with ethics complaints if they didn't comply with what they wanted. I mean, this yeah. is just all in all this is just terrorism. They're terrorizing people. Well,
0: I mean, if you look at Montgomery Police Chief Finley, who was, they they went after him with a vengeance, yeah. and and once it it got to the point where. Uh, CYNTHIA RALSTON Mm -hmm. uh, WAS PURSUING HIM. ATTORNEY GENERAL STEVE MARSHALL HAD TO STEP IN AND and WROTE A LETTER SAID THAT THE TRANSCRIPTS OF THE HEARING BEFORE THE COMMISSION INDICATE MATERIAL MISREPRESENTATION OF FACTS MADE BY THE COMMISSIONERS, BOTH TO THE COMMISSIONERS, BY GENERAL COUNSEL CYNTHIA RALSTON AND THE AGENT. I MEAN, Mm -hmm. IT WAS SO BAD, JOSH. That the attorney general revoked her assistant attorney general's uh, status, Mm -hmm. and and you know what, she stayed on.
1: Oh, they gave her a raise.
0: She stayed on (laughs) even
1: though she. They gave her a raise.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's no, it is. And and listen, I you know I I don't agree with Steve Marshall on much, uh, you know. But when you're right, you're right about some things. And he Uh is uh, when he's been dealing with the ethics commission of late. Um, he has been one hundred percent right in what he's doing because, listen, we have these rights to protect people from from wrongful persecution, wrongful prosecution. Uh, yeah. Here, this is the reason we do this, and you can't set up an entity like the Ethics Commission and claim it's just outside the bounds of the law, but then carry weight in, on, on on all these legal matters as well yeah. and, and yeah. do things that cost people their jobs and possibly impose sentences on people that cost them thousands and thousands of dollars, and they Tens can be charged criminally. We can't right. do that. Tens you can't have it both dollars.
0: ways. Okay, we're going to have to leave it right there, but we'll pick it up after the break. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. My dog Jupiter is frightened when I climb too high, the owl said.
1: For monsters, Daddy?
0: I did, honey. There are no monsters. You're perfectly safe. Protect yourself and those you love. Vaccinate now. Welcome back to the V, the voice of Alabama politics. I, I want to stay on this for a minute. I mean, we, we've got other cases. Uh, Trey Glenn, who was mm-hmm. Trump administration EPA guy down here, one of the EPA guys down here. Uh, they, they they charged him and 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 uh, a guy that worked with him, Phillips. I can't remember Scott Phillips. Yeah, with a multitude of ethics violations, mm-hmm. they had to drop them down to misdemeanors because uh, Cynthia Rawlson and Tom and so bungled the case. They lied about how they got the grand jury mm-hmm. because they said that the, the, the DA in Jefferson County invited them up to handle this case for him and, and put it before the grand jury. Well, I talked to the DA at the time. And he said, no, 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 no. They came to me and they said, we need to use your grand jury. But that's just one of the things. And, and, you oh, know. and didn't they also, you know, the, the original charge, wasn't
1: it put in an envelope and left in front of somebody's door, which is illegal, was oh, the Ethics Commission, you can't anonymously do that? Yeah. But they, I, there was all kind of shenanigans yeah, was, that I mean, went on, and yeah. I think Sylvia yeah. Walston's I, I, Unless you're trying to get bald. rid of
2: a superintendent candidate, that sort of thing's illegal. Yeah.
1: That's where that came that's from. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah but, but we don't have time to get into all the <laughs> machinations of craziness. Look, I, I, I talked to some people over the weekend that, uh, last weekend, that knew a, a lot about this. And their problem is we know how to fix it, it's to correct mm-hmm. the Ethics uh, Act. But who oh, are you going to trust? Correct
2: it, yeah. right, Josh? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, to me, you know, I'm, I like I said, I'm almost to the point with this. Where I actually, I, I think I probably am to the point with this. Where let, let's just get rid of the ethics commission. We'll leave it up to the yeah. DAs and uh, and you know the AG's office or whoever. <laughs> maybe maybe dump some more money into into both of those camps uh, and, and allow them to just handle things. Uh, because I, I just I feel like we're. I mean, why would you want to? If you if you're this entity of the ethics commission, why would you want to continue to? pursue charges that you know you have evidence now that that that's exculpatory for the person who's the target of that investigation you know but what we, i mean well, yeah. what, what's the point of holding on to that you know well, why, why why is this even a thing
1: it, because it gets another notch in somebody's belt another notch in somebody's gun
2: where well, they and see, that's what i'm saying you gotta you, you gotta know. stop
0: that you can't, we yeah, can't have that. that that can't be our way well, and, and and here's a little tidbit on how well the Ethics Commission is run. Tom Albritton, who's the <laughs> execu- executive director of the Ethics Commission, on his statement of economic interest. Which is a form turned into the Ethics Commission that is their creature. And it is a sworn affidavit. Yes. In which he failed to disclose, Josh, that he was a member of a board. In the section where it says... Are you a member of any board? Oops. He didn't put anything down there, and so. But we know he's a member of, of, of the uh, Mabel Amos Charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's uh,
2: been well documented now in a lawsuit uh, against uh, Regions Bank uh, that uh, he, you know, he's been accused of, of mishandling the the funds coming out of that and using it to. to Pay the tuition for for a couple of his kids to go to college, along with another member of uh, of that board as well. And you know, I, man, I, I, every day, every day, it's like I mean, I, when you're having to watch the watchers, you know, it's it gets, it gets to be exhausting. You know, we got enough other people to watch. <laughs> we shouldn't have to worry about the people who are also supposed to be watching.
0: Well, it, you know, uh, you know, it, it reminds me of the last line in Chinatown, the movie. It's Chinatown, Jake. It's—I often say—it's just—it's—it's it's Alabama, Jake.
1: Yes. Well, let's
0: let's go on to another really pretty situation. Yes. Uh, the Alabama Democratic Party had to disqualify Sabrina Martin. Rightfully so. Uh, she was, <clears throat> and we reported on this at APR. Uh, <clears throat> she. One, uh, 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 the primary, to be a family court judge in Montgomery, one right. of three. And, you know, once we started reporting on her, she, she had her children taken away from her, uh, back in Six children. Six children for excessive corporal punishment. Five of them yeah. were foster children. Sure. I mean, they did the right thing. But think, yes. Uh, who, how did this she- happen, even? Well, yeah. All right. So
2: I, I will say, in a little bit of defense of of the party, uh, this this took place in Indiana several years ago, oh. and so it w- wasn't as though she had had her children taken away in this state. And then she she moved to Alabama uh, prior to the children being taken away, and and so that is, uh, you know, that that's prob that's how they missed it really it's because they nobody checked in out of state court for for this sort of a thing and um and so yeah it you know and it just spiraled uh from there and the, you know the children started doing interviews and it was it was over it was, uh, you know i'll say they made the right decision i think uh, you can't have this because you know she she released a video response to this thing in which uh she talked about uh you know how children are so easily manipulated in these cases and to mm-hmm. me Uh, It showed what I believe would have been a a pretty clear bias on her part if, if she was in a family court situation and children were being used as witnesses, which they often are. Yes. Uh, in those yeah. situations, and so I think it set up a terrible bias, uh, there a potential bias uh, on her part, and and you just couldn't have that in the court system. And and I and hopefully you know they'll they'll get another good qualified candidate in there. I believe they're going to select the nominee at the August 13th meetings, and uh, and and hopefully it'll be somebody that the community can trust. Well, I'll,
1: you know, and, and let's not forget that she knows about children being witnesses in this because she was guardian ad litem for yeah. the. The, the sibling of the child she has adopted as well. So, it, yeah, she knows very well about children in the courtroom.
0: <clears throat> it gets very, very convoluted really fast. Uh, we, yeah. We've got about a minute, 15 <laughs> seconds. But one of the things, uh, uh, a recent story, a recent survey uh, that came out of PARCA, which is the Public Research Council of Alabama, well-respected group, found that the top issues... Uh, for people living in Alabama are education and health care. Shocking, right? They, they feel mm-hmm. like we need to put more money into those two efforts. Anybody think that's a good idea? If,
2: if only <laughs> there were a political party out there pushing those things <laughs> that they could vote
1: for.
0: Uh, uh, that ain't going to happen.
1: And if you put it in there, you have to manage it well. You can't just throw money at stuff. You've got to have a plan. When you put money in, yeah. it actually do something. I, right. I, I
0: think the voters have spoken. They they really want education and they want health care expanded. They just don't know enough to vote for who might do that, I guess. <laughs> but I yeah. don't know. Republicans <laughs> can do it. They can do thing, it. Yeah. They can do it. There's no nothing stopping them. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's, 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 it's like Susan said, you got to have the will to do it and then you got to monitor it. But we're going to have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive Safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation.
1: There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any bread, and kissed them all soundly, and put them to bed. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org.
0: Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. I want, I want to make something clear here. I think we have some good Republican lawmakers. I do. I think we have some good Democratic lawmakers. Mm-hmm. What I think we have is a party, and we, we can say both parties to some degree, but more so the Republican Party, that has so been nationalized that they mm-hmm. it's almost like they're afraid to do what's best for Alabama. Because people are going to go, oh, well, that's not very Republican. You know, I, I and I hate to say this, but I remember a time when education and health care were priorities for Republicans, too. It was just how you funded them
1: but honey, was the
0: only difference.
1: People sat down bipartisanly and came up with plans. Well, you know, they ran on a ticket of Democrat or Republican but when it came to, you know, setting... Policy and and plans. They sat down and talked together as individuals, not as party members. Yes, yeah. That well, doesn't exist you know, anymore.
2: I, I think that I think that you're right the, the, about the nationalization. That's certainly true. I'll tell you another big problem here is the gerrymandering. That
0: we've done, yeah, yeah, um,
2: and, and it's on it's on on both sides to a certain degree. Although Republicans are drawing these maps, so you can hardly blame Democrats for that. But you know they, they've gerrymandered Democrats to the point where it's you know you are in districts where Democrats are going to win, and it's the same for the Republicans. The Republicans yeah. are going to win. It's just who can out Republican the other person, yeah, yeah. And so then you get then you get super nationalized issues like this. Yeah. Everybody in this state, everybody in this state knows that we need to expand Medicaid. There's no there's no argument about this. There's no legitimate argument mm-hmm. on the other side of it the only reason that we haven't done it is because we're super nationalized to the point where obamacare was something that you could fight against from from the far right fringe and uh, people back home would vote for this even though it closed their hospitals and cost them some of their yeah. family members yeah. their lives yeah this is yeah. what we're dealing with
0: yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. well and i want to you know i i want to we, we'll get to some more of that in a minute but I want to get back to the fact that uh, the, the Democratic Party is going to select new officers in in uh, August. I think uh, mm-hmm. they're, August 13th, I think, is the day when they're having hold their meeting. Chris England, who has been the uh, chair of the Democratic Party for uh, the past—it's not even been two years, has it, Josh? No, right. Yeah, right at about two years. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's yeah. stepping down, and it looks like there'll be a, a contest to see who's going to run the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh. I'm of the mind that we need a strong two-party system in this state. But that, that means that the Democrats are going to have to get organized and 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 do 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 a lot more work. I mean, I, I feel like that that you know, got getting folks is just getting it organized and getting doing something.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's uh, it it does. It needs to be run. You can't have these different factions fighting all the time. Uh, you know, that's the reason why that I, I think that the what the person that they support in this should be somebody that can unite the party uh, together, somebody that... Uh uh, the, the Joe Reed uh, faction kind of supports and some that, that the new the new faction kind of uh, supports as well somebody that can unite those sides and then focus on the problems that are facing this party which are are substantial um, not least of which is somebody that can go to the national party and say hey stop shortchanging us here in this state and give us the support that we need uh, as you did over in Georgia and you saw the results that, that took place over there certainly uh, you know Stacey Abrams and those folks in Georgia have had to show, had to prove their, their worth, uh, as it were, uh, to, to get that support from the National Party. But that's what's going to have to happen here. There's going to have to be some grassroots things that are done uh, and to, and to gin up support all around this state. And I think that we have a variety of issues now, uh, particularly a pretty big one uh, that's swinging a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. back towards the middle, which in the middle in this state is Democratic.
0: Well, I think, Susan, this is a, 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 probably a, a, an accurate thought. Is that? Yeah, I remember, and you—you we, you were with me, I think, and and we were talking to a, a group of Republicans when they found out that they actually had won more seats than they had anticipated mm-hmm. in one election cycle. And the guy looked at us and said, "We don't need any more dang Republicans." <laughs> he said, "We got too many now. We can't And get he anything. was a
1: Republican. He was a Republican. <laughs> yeah. He said, "We
0: can't get anything done because we, you know, we have to do all this nonsense and and." There's not enough Democrats to blame when we do something like that, you know, right? So, yeah. Right, right. It.
2: it is. It's a. It's a legitimate problem. It really yeah. is a it legitimate is. problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but and, I and you don't have to. A lot of times, people don't realize that that so much better, so many better things get done when you have two parties that are viable. Yeah. Even if the Republicans can stay in control, even if they just don't have a super majority and they yeah. have to listen yeah. to Democrats and sort them to, on issues, yeah. they
1: have to talk to each other. With a super majority, they can just push the Democrats. Yeah. whether who's in charge, it doesn't matter. Democrats, Republicans. If you've got a super majority, you don't have to listen to the other voice, and that is bad for
0: the state. It's bad for small D democracy. It's Mm -hmm. bad for policy. Mm -hmm. uh, Because, look, again, I think we go back to the fact that it's been so nationalized. that Look, I mean, the Democrats were in control in Alabama Mm -hmm. until 2010, and it was still a conservative state. Yeah. There was nothing unconservative about it. And if you look at the Democrats in Alabama, they are... What would be consultd conservative Democrats? They are you know, Very you've got, conservative. You've got some that aren't, but by and large, the majority uh, you know, are conservative Democrats. Uh, and And I think one of the problems in this is we were going to talk about is why voter turnout is so low. And I think one of the reasons is because people don't don't have choices that they're crazy about.
1: No, they don't have choices. They have situations where they go, and we were talking about last week, where they're going to try to close the primaries, or, or even now, <clears throat> still, if you go into a, a primary, you have to announce to everybody in the room if you want a Republican or a Democrat uh, ballot. I think people are estranged. I think they are confused, and and it's just they they just don't want to deal with it.
0: Josh, you know, we had twenty three percent turnout for uh, the primary election, thirteen percent participated in the runoff. That, that's You know, these are the kind of numbers that you would you you just would never expect in a country like ours. But the whole trend, the whole country is, you know, sort of going this way. But Alabama is really bad on this. Yeah, and and I
2: think it's uh, again, I think a lot of it has to do with the gerrymandering of this. And in many Uh account, in many districts, you 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 know. Who's going to win? I mean, what's yeah. the point of, of turning up in, in a lot yeah. of these Republican held districts if you're a Democrat? I mean, you know that your your guy's not going to win, um, you know, and and so then I think it just takes a lot of the, the mystery out. And, it, and also uh, even in the primaries, I think, you know, you, you see people that uh, are clearly going to win. The incumbent's usually going to going to take it. And so I, I think that it just it kills the the kind of the spirit of competition. Uh, well, what, the way we've done this, and I, I think that we need to change a bunch of different things in this state, and, and we need to start with how we draw up these districts. I think it needs to go to a commission of,
0: of people who aren't involved in the process. Yep. Well, unfortunately, that's going to have to be the last word, but I, I agree with you on that. I do, too. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.